President Trump and the First Lady have tested positive for COVID-19 and have gone into quarantine. What symptoms do they have? How much exposure did President Trump have to the virus? And what happens now? Science reporter Gary Robbins interviewed two infectious diseases experts, Dr. Davy Smith and Dr. Michelle Ritter, about what the president and his wife may face in light of the diagnosis. He joins us today to discuss what they said. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Nina Guerin, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Hello, Gary Robbins. Thanks for joining us today. So let's get right into it. Um, You're a science reporter at the San Diego Union-Tribune, and you've been covering coronavirus. Um, Let's talk about just how sick President Trump might get. What do the experts predict so this is a tough one because it's, it's an unknown. Some people don't get sick at all. They don't even have symptoms. Other people uh, are somewhere in, the, in between and then there's those who become desperately sick. Now the president is 74 years old. Um, the uh, more serious um, cases often involve people who are in their 70s and 80s. So it's kind of like the older you get, uh, the more chance you have of having a, a bad reaction to this. But that doesn't automatically mean that he will. It's just that, you know, overall, that's what happens. And we also need to note that um, that the scientists are saying that there's only about a 20% chance that a person of this demographic, of this kind of, kind of age, actually would uh, require hospitalization. So that means that there's an 80% chance that, that he will not. And we know that he's getting really uh, extraordinary treatment. So we don't really know much about his condition right now. Uh, but um, broadly speaking, most people recover. Okay. Um, You did also report that he has a body mass index of 30.49. So is that true that this would make it harder for someone to fight COVID-19? So the president is six foot three. He weighs 244 pounds. He's very heavyweight. And um, heavyweight and obesity are factors in um, how the disease can unfold in many people. It can be a real negative thing. It can be that for a lot of um, reasons. If you're really heavy, it can affect your ability uh, to breathe. That's always been an issue, you know, whether a person has a virus or not, that's true broadly across uh, across uh, what people know in medicine. The other thing is that when it comes to COVID, if you're really, really heavy, it can um, cause out of control blood clotting, which is a very serious uh, thing. And it also can affect the lungs. So those are two things that doctors watch out for very closely when we have a situation like this. Okay, and so right now we know the president is experiencing mild symptoms. What exactly does that mean? So I went back over that and looked at what that phrase meant uh, today. It's kind of a it's kind of a bland phrase, but it means things like fatigue, muscle aches, congestion, low-grade fever, uh, loss of appetite, and in some people, a loss of smell. So it's the less uh, serious things that are going on here. We do know that from the White House um, uh, in, the, in the past 30 minutes, they say that the president has been fatigued and apparently this began to show yesterday. So it sounds like they're saying that he's tired or run down. There was one report also that said he was lethargic. And um, so that kind of plays into the same description of what is going on. We don't know much more specific beyond that, except for one thing. Just before you and I went on the air, there was a report from the Associated Press saying that the president is um, taking an antibody cocktail. 
So antibodies is one of the ways that scientists feel that they'll be able to treat cases like this. So take the antibodies now, the antibodies fight, uh, you know, fight an infection um, and get at it right away, attack it right at the start to see if they can make, uh, prevent it from uh, becoming a, a really serious thing. Now this antibody work, it's not um, um, a perfect all the time kind of solution. This is something that's being worked on. A lot of that work is going on here at UC San Diego. Um, Davey Smith, in fact, is working on a major clinical trial involving antibodies. So scientists are making a lot of progress in using antibodies to tamp down infection and prevent it from getting worse. Um, but still, it's fairly new in the way it's being used against COVID-19. Okay. Um, so we know that on Thursday night, the president said he was going into quarantine. Does that mean he won't be seeing anyone at all? So I think two things have happened here. When you're in quarantine, that means you think you've been exposed to uh, the virus, and then you kind of go away from other people. So if you and I were exposed... Uh, you would go to your home and try to try to remain away from all people. And you would do that for 14 days. Um, you would try to, you, you wait a, roughly two weeks to see if you have any symptoms uh, of the virus. You may remember that um, um, students at San Diego State University were placed under quarantine, dorm students, uh, when the outbreak at the university began. Um, so that lasted about, about 10 days. But if you're confirmed to have COVID-19, then you switch from being in uh, quarantine to being, being in isolation. And that's where you really, really limit whoever comes near you and what the, you know, the protective wear that a person uh, coming near you would have to be much more serious. So like the doctors that are treating um, the president, I'm sure that they're wearing a lot of protective equipment to prevent themselves and uh, from be, becoming sick and to prevent others from being sick. Um, so, I don't have it from the White House, but based on all we're hearing, it would appear that the president is in isolation at the White House. Okay. Um, and both Vice President Pence and former Vice President Joe Biden tested negative for the virus. Does this mean that they're in the clear? It does not mean that. So here we are on a Friday afternoon. Let's say that you were exposed to the virus this afternoon and you had a test tomorrow, you might still prove to be negative. It takes a while for the virus to build up to a point where it can be detected in a test. Um, that's why at UC San Diego, all these students that just moved into the dorms, almost 6,000 students, they were tested when they arrived and they're being retested 12 to 16 days later so the university can make sure that it didn't miss something uh, you know, in the intervening time. Okay, and what about all the people who were in attendance at the presidential debate earlier this week? It was held indoors, but they were six feet apart and not wearing masks. Are they at risk too? Hard to say at this point. Um, there, there, can, there can be more problems indoor because generally the ventilation isn't as good as it is outdoors. Um, six feet apart is a really good thing. And at that debate, all the pe people in the audience, for example, were wearing masks. And the president and Mr. Biden uh, were separated by far more than uh, six feet. Um, it looked to me to be closer, say, to 15 feet. They were a good distance apart. So that's good. But what we don't know is how much interaction did um, either candidate have with their own staffs, you know, uh, staff members who might have not had masks on or, or might not have been socially distancing. We don't really know what happened um, in the lead up to the debate starting and then what happened immediately after the debate. 
Um, we know that Hope Hitt, Hicks, the advisor to the president, was very close to him physically. We also know um, uh, that this afternoon that the White House announced or the White House Press Association announced that a journalist and a staff member at the White House have tested positive. That didn't come as a surprise to me. I've done, been to the White House a couple of times, particularly to the press room, and it's a very confined area. It's very small. People tend to think of the White House as being kind of large, but it actually is not. Um, so there could be other people who can test positive, and they have to contact trace to see where they got it from and where they may be spreading it to. So it won't be unusual if we um, hear word that more people who work in the White House or work directly with the president or perhaps even with the vice president, Vice President Biden or Vice President Pence uh, test positive. It is possible. Um, do we know where the president may have contracted the virus? At this point, we don't know. And uh, Dr. Ritter, at um, UC San Diego say it might, it might be impossible to know that at all. The situation is that he's gone to some rallies, there have been outdoor rallies, but he's been around a lot of people. Now, I can't tell you sitting here how physically close he's been to anybody, but the president himself was saying, I think on Fox News last night, that when he goes out, and this is to be expected, there are a lot of people who want to be close to them. Uh, and he had particularly mentioned uh, first responders and medical workers want to show their appreciation to people um, in, in all levels of government. Um, so it could be that someone in that crowd might have, might have been infected and it got to the president or maybe it came from one of his staff members who was physically close. There were a lot of people on Air Force One. Again, it looks like a big airplane, and it is compared to others in size, but it's still your indoor uh, in a confined space where it's here. So Ritter is saying that potentially there's a lot of people that could be the source of something like this, and they may, they may simply not be able to track it down. Okay. Um, you have a lot of really good information about this. Can you tell us a little bit about the experts that you interviewed for your story? Well, we were lucky to get two really great people. One is Dr. Davey Smith. He is the um, chief of infectious diseases at UC San Diego. He's working on clinical trials involving COVID-19 right now. Um, I, I visited his lab in late May. And uh, the moment I walked through the door with a photographer, he, t he had us tested for COVID as we walked through the door. We had the results within 20 minutes. Fortunately, neither of us were, uh, uh, were positive. But it shows that there is science available to do really rapid testing. And I'm sure that's the kind of thing that the president went through after this whole thing uh, came up. Um, so he is deeply involved with clinical trials. He's an expert on antibodies and how they can be used to fight the disease. Um, so is Dr. Ritter. Dr. Ritter treats people. She's an infectious disease specialist as well. And what she's been doing is working with a lot of people through telemedicine. So, for example, just like you and I are talking remotely, she talks to a lot of patients remotely. And in many cases, these are people who are infected uh, with COVID and are recovering, say, at home. So she has a lot of experience as to, to see how COVID plays out over time. I mean, this is, what, seven plus months now that this has been going on. So um, UC San Diego in particular and San Diego County is such a huge mecca of health science. There are a lot of people here that can give you insight about, to what's going on. Um, and finally, you know, now that this news come, came out, I think maybe people are a little bit nervous about getting the virus themselves. Can you just go over some basic safety precautions, just as a reminder. 
wear a mask. It is so, it, you know, it doesn't guarantee that you will not get the virus, but it is the most effective thing that you can do to prevent yourself uh, from getting it from someone else or spreading it to someone else. There's really good science on that. Same way with social distancing. The closer you are to someone who has a virus and the longer you're next to them with the virus, the more likely you are to get it. That's why there's this, this has been such a problem on college campuses in the United States. You have all these uh, young people flooding back to these uh, uh, colleges and universities and they want to be social and they are social by nature. And there's so many parties and they're so close. I stood on a street corner in um, college area uh, a few weeks ago on a Saturday night and watched about 35 San Diego State University students in a house partying on a Saturday night. And everybody was kind of mashed together because they were all in a house. Um, none of them were wearing masks and they really were like, like this. So you want to avoid that kind of situation. There's one other thing to really consider. And I know this is hard for people, but hear, hear this. Don't be afraid. Go get tested. Most people who test positive for COVID are fine. Some people might have symptoms. In some cases, they might be bad symptoms. And yes, sir, there are a lot of um, uh, lethal cases in the United States. The majority of those cases involve people who are much older with underlying conditions. Um, but don't be afraid to reach out and go get tested. It's, a, it's the right thing to do. You're protecting not only yourself, but mem members of your family and everyone you're around. The only way to defeat uh, a pandemic like this is for people to get tested, even if they suspect they've been around someone who, uh, who might be infected. So healthcare providers are wonderful. I've talked to people both at Scripps and at Sharp, and they are so empathetic and they really help you. They help calm people down and they walk you through it. It doesn't hurt. I've had the test. Uh, you get the results pretty quickly. It's a good and smart thing to do. Okay. And then I know um, maybe you can tell us we should we should be more concerned about being close to each other indoors and maybe not worry so much about surfaces or is surfaces still yeah. something to be worried about? So some of the science has said that you can pick up the virus from surfaces, but it doesn't appear to be a main method of transmission. But being in a house is a different thing because many houses don't have good ventilation. Um, so you're kind of cooped up with other people um, and the air just isn't circulating that, that much. And we've been in heat waves lately. So I live here in Carmel Valley. We've had the air conditioning on and the windows shut. So my wife and I are exposed to that same kind of volume of air in a fairly confined uh, place. So yeah, it's, it, you know, we're away from other people and that's really good. And we're trying to be safe and we wear our masks when we go outside and I wear my mask at the beach as well. Um, but still, where you are can um, contribute greatly to what happens. So be be aware of that. Be, be, be aware of that. If you want to socialize, do it outside with a mask on at a reasonable diff, uh, distance. You can still be around your friends and family members. You just have to be you know smart about it. Okay. Well, Gary Robbins, thank you so much for joining us today on San Diego News Fix. Thanks, Nina. San Diego News Fix is a production of the San Diego Union Tribune. Our team includes Daniel Wheaton and myself, Nina Guerin. This podcast's editor is Digital Creative Director Beto Alvarez. 
If you want to join in on our recordings, like the Union Tribune on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, and you'll see us when we go live in the afternoons. Feel free to ask questions by commenting, and we'll work them into the conversation live. San Diego News Fix is made possible by subscribers to the San Diego Union Tribune. As we live through this momentous time in history, the truth and facts matter. If you are not yet a subscriber, please go to sandiegouniontribune.com slash subscribe. Until next time.